0: Hello Cornerstone, my name is Daniel Ha, Um, it is my privilege and honor to be here with you today. Although I'm not there in person, I wish I could be. I've never been to Boston. I am a Southern Californian through and through and that is where I am currently right now. That is where I practice as an Associate Marriage and Family Therapist and also work as a pastor Um, working in the church setting has been a huge part of my life and so I'm really excited to be here today in this space where we are engaging in this integration between mental health and spirituality or faith so that's a huge part of my own story and something that's very near to my heart so thank you for allowing me to speak to you to share with you today and again it is my honor and privilege with that being said Love to just get into my talk for today and I want to start by sharing a passage with you. This passage is from 2 Peter 3, verses 8 and 9. I invite you to listen as I read this short passage and to just allow yourselves to receive God's Word. 2 Peter chapter 3, verses 8 and 9. But do not forget this one thing, dear friends. With the Lord, A day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like a day. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. I'm going to read that one more time. But do not forget this one thing, dear friends. With the Lord, a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like a day. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. I wanted to share this passage. Because what I wanted to talk about today was this idea of slowness, of slowing down. I want to talk about that because I feel like that's been a message and a theme that God has been giving me not only to live out, but to share in my practice, in my church, and again, in my own personal life, in my own journey as a child of God. And it's interesting that that's the case because so many times people don't want to slow down. And so often I don't want to slow down. Rather, I feel like I need to get there, wherever that is, faster. I feel like I need to move faster. I need to find ways to move faster. And constantly there's this feeling that I just have not yet arrived. As an example, my clients oftentimes come in and, you know, they don't like it when I tell them, hey, we're going to learn how to slow down together. They've come to me seeking results. Maybe some of them feel desperate. Maybe for some therapy feels like a last ditch effort. And so the idea of slowing down is really uncomfortable. But really, that's what I end up doing with so many of my clients is helping them learn how to slow down. Again, to bring it back to my own life. That's in something I feel like God has been teaching me as well. You know, without going too much into the details, I've been in a situation where I've had to spend a lot more time helping to raise our three-year-old. And man, one would think that that's such a wonderful thing to get to have more time to be at home and play with my son, my three-year-old son, Kai. But rather than feeling grateful, rather than feeling joy, I found myself experiencing this low grade and consistent anxiety. Again, going back to what I said earlier, I think this feeling that I have not yet arrived kept causing me to feel like time with my son was actually slowing me down, hindering me, and this was giving me stress and anxiety. So rather than being able to enjoy time with my son, time that I know that I will never have again, spending time with him building towers of blocks and scraping Play-Doh off of our rug, it felt so mundane and tiring. I want to normalize for any parents out there who have felt this way, that yeah, I get it. I want to normalize that parenting can be hard. At the same time, I felt like God was sort of asking me, Daniel, why can't you enjoy this time? And so for me, learning how to slow down was actually something I really needed to do and was a huge part of my own journey of learning how to be a dad, learning how to be a better husband. But what does it mean to slow down? Or what do I mean by this? I know that this can have many different interpretations and applications. God inviting us to slow down. God inviting us to understand that for him, a day can be a thousand years and a thousand years like a day. And that the way that he is slow or patient, it's not the way that we understand slowness as this hindrance, or this problem. But it can actually be something good. And I would argue, it is a way that God tends to work. That God's typical movement is slow. Of course, we have cases in scripture where God works incredibly fast. But I would say if we look at even the scripture, the narrative of the scripture, as an example, a case can be made that God likes to move slowly. And again, so what does that mean? What could it look like for us to learn how to slow down? What could it mean that God might want us to slow down? A couple of things that come to mind for me is that slowing down means being patient about arriving. And what that could mean or look like is having acceptance, and not just acceptance, but grace towards the speed bumps, the U-turns, and the detours that will inevitably come along in our journey. Maybe another way of looking at it is that the journey and the process itself, or themselves, are as important, and in some cases, even more important than the results and the outcomes, I think slowing down could also mean just literally slowing down. We live such fast-paced lives. I think of so many people that I know who are just so busy. Life is so fast. They haven't had time to move in even after years. There's still furniture that isn't set up. I'm not trying to shame anybody if this is you. I'm just trying to say this is something I think many of us experience, is where life just feels so fast, and maybe slowing down means just literally slowing down, being able to slow it down and listen to our bodies and our minds. I think for many of us, that's quite foreign. Rather, we're focused on finding ways to sort of ignore or bypass the messages that our bodies are sending us. And that's a lot of the work that I do with my clients, is helping them to slow down, just listen to what their minds, their bodies are telling them. They might be saying something like, you need to rest more. You need more connection with your spouse, with your children, your friends. You need more engagement with your community. You need to take a break. There's all kinds of things that our bodies may be telling us, but so often we don't slow down to listen to. I think slowing down could also look like leaning into what God might be speaking to us through everything that I've shared and through our circumstances, whether it be through what our bodies are telling us. Or I believe that's how God speaks to us. Or he may be saying, you need to rest. You need to take more time to spend with your family. You need to spend more time with me. What is the calling of this season that you are in right now? Do we take time to think of that? Do we take time, do we have the ability or the practice of seeing life as a journey full of seasons. Not just this end point that we're trying to get to, or not just constantly looking at the next step that we're trying to achieve, but rather leaning into the season that we are currently in, the season that God currently has placed us in, and to be able to slow down, to pause, and ask God, What are you calling me to in this season? There was a part of me that felt like I just needed so much to achieve in my career in this season. There was a part of me that felt so much pressure to just do well as a therapist and as a pastor. But really, when God finally was able to get me to slow down, what I heard him saying was, this is a very unique season where I'm inviting you, Daniel, to be a dad. To just slow down and enjoy playing Legos with Kai. Watching Blippy with Kai. If you don't know what Blippy is, look at up online. <laughs> um... And man, there was something so liberating in being able to hear that. While also, if I'm honest, there was still that part of me that was uncomfortable with that. There's this part of me that I think God is still healing, that feels that pressure, that feels those expectations, that feels the need to arrive in my career And I think that all points to this truth that, man, it can be really difficult for us to slow down. It is really hard. And I think this, that it's really one of the biggest reasons that it is so hard is that we love results. And so it's hard to lean into slowness. It's hard to slow down because we want to see results. We don't want to be on the journey, we want to arrive. And I think for many of you and for me as well, a lot of this has to do with pain and trauma, and particularly intergenerational trauma. Many of you come from families who have trauma from having left a nation, a country and come to the state, come to the United States right after, immediately after a war. They lived in post-war society, in poverty, and then had to come to America without speaking English, uh, without knowing the culture, and just trying to have to make it. For many of them, our parents and us, we may have experienced racism. We may have experienced extra pressure to perform, to achieve to arrive, whether it was to be culturally acceptable, whether it was for financial stability or many other things. And so it makes sense that for so many of us, the idea of slowing down, the idea of embracing and really valuing the journey itself is really foreign and uncomfortable. You know, and, and I think this is why something I see uh, with my clients and in church and even in my own life, just using another example with family, is that people tend, I, I've noted this this pattern where a lot of my clients would have a really hard time uh, and, and experience a lot of dissatisfaction at home and would sort of find coping from a lot of their Um, sort of mental health issues by working more and more. And of course, this would sort of create this vicious cycle that would cause a lot of problems. But what I found was that for many people, they would lean towards work or put more of their energies and focus into work because at least at work, they could experience results. That at least There is some sort of completion. There's some sort of achievement or feeling of achievement when you finish a day, when you finish a project or a task. Um, While at home, you know, or in relationships, many of you will know, it's not quite like that. Parenting isn't like that. Parenting isn't something where every day it's like, man, that was great. I finished a project. No, it feels like this ongoing project with constant failures, constant a constant need to learn. Um, again, so many U-turns and speed bumps and, and um, uh, what's it called? Um, detours and relationships are like that, too. And so there's this temptation to just invest all of our energy and mind into work Um and that can make it hard to, I think, slow down. I'm not trying to, you know, create this false dichotomy between work and family life. I'm not trying to say, oh, if you, you know, enjoy work or you're passionate about your work, you know, that's wrong and you should just care about your family. That That's not my point. But I will say that I have seen many people constantly push at a very rapid and, I would say, unhealthy pace um, push themselves in their careers, and oftentimes the cost of that is home life, it are their families, their relationships, their faith, their spirituality. Uh, and many of these, you know, these important things. And so again, my point being, it makes sense that it's hard. I think actually being honest about that. Even having space, maybe within your own community, to talk about why it's hard to slow down. Not in a shaming way, but in a way that's curious and compassionate. To understand these parts of us, these thoughts, these ways of thinking, that make it so hard to slow down, to give them space to share. Or maybe there are thoughts within us, or parts of us, that just want to say, it's really scary to slow down. I have these fears and concerns, X, Y, and Z, if I were to slow down. And to be able to come together and normalize those things and bring them to light to hopefully grow and heal. So then, what are some practical steps forward? What could it look like for us to practice, and to grow in, grow in slowing down. I'll just share a few. One is to practice self-compassion. Grace for yourself. Grace for yourself to accept and to embrace where you are. Not to be so focused on quickly arriving to the next destination. Not to constantly feel like you haven't arrived, but to embrace where you are now. And I think that requires self-compassion. I wouldn't be surprised if many of you are not even, not even aware of how difficult it is for you to extend compassion yourself. Maybe an exercise you could try. Just to think about the areas of your life where you feel like you haven't yet arrived. Feel like you're just moving too slowly. You feel frustrated and impatient with yourself. Are you able to look in the mirror and carry those things? and Just to say, you're doing your best. It's okay that it's taking time. God has you right where he wants you. I wouldn't be surprised if many of you are unable to speak those words to yourself. And that's okay, because we're all on a journey. We're all growing and learning at our own paces. And self-compassion, it's actually not an easy one to learn. That's something that I've learned through my work as a therapist. One of the greatest gifts, one of the most powerful tools one can have that I believe should be a gift from the gospel. I believe we have permission to have through the grace and the sacrifice of Christ is self-compassion. But So many people struggle to extend compassion to themselves. Maybe something you could do as practice every day. Look in the mirror and just try to say something kind to yourself. Like, as I said earlier, you're doing your best. Or maybe one that's a little more challenging. Thank you for all that you're doing. I see you working hard. I think it's okay for you to slow down a bit and to embrace where you are and who you are. We can also take time in the day, in the week, whatever you're able to do as a start, to not worry so much on doing or achieving or going or moving, but just to pause, to slow down, and to notice. And hopefully, if this is possible, it's kind of connected to the previous um, thing I just said. Notice without judgment, with curiosity and compassion. Just notice what's happening inside. That's been a personal journey that's been so wonderful so healing and freeing for me. But it's been something I've had to learn, and I'm still learning. And in that learning, there's been a lot of unlearning that had to happen. I had to unlearn this habit, this practice of suppressing, ignoring, and stuffing what's happening inside. You know, and that's something that I have been taught, that it's actually admirable. It's advantageous to learn how to do that. To just say, I don't care. It's okay. You know, just push through it. Just fight through it. But what I've seen in my own life, the life of so many other people, you can only do that for so long. Before everything starts to leak and bleed out. And unfortunately, usually it causes harm on yourself, but also the people around you. Give space to notice what you are feeling, what you are carrying. Give space to notice, wow, I am constantly anxious. Or wow, I'm sad. Or whatever it might be. And you don't have to do anything. That's my invitation to you. As a start, just notice and make space. And again, just say to yourself and say to those feelings, so to say, I see you. I want to honor you. I want to hear what you need. Maybe that anxiety is saying, I need to just slow down. I need to learn how to give myself some grace. Maybe that sadness is saying the same thing, or maybe it's saying something else. Give space to listen. I believe that that is one of the most powerful ways that God speaks to us, is through what's happening inside. Are we not the temples of the Holy Spirit, of the Spirit of Christ? Are not our bodies the temples of the Spirit of God? And I think what that means is that God is often speaking to us from inside. It's just that it can be hard to actually slow down and listen. And lastly, lean into the things that God is directing to you towards in this season. Slow down to listen. Maybe rather than just moving forward and forward and forward and one day Hopefully this doesn't happen to us. We look back and it's like, whoa, what did I do this whole time? Pause. Slow down. And listen to what God may be inviting you to in this season. What if he's saying to you, I just want you to learn how to enjoy me. That's far more important than anything that you can do or achieve. In this season or even in this lifetime what would it look like to hear something like that i encourage you all to explore what these words might mean to you what it might mean for you to receive an invitation from god to slow down Thank you all so much for your time. I hope that these words are relevant and helpful, um, that God uses them for some good in your lives. Um, It has been a pleasure to speak with you. I would just love to pray for you all to close our time. Thank you, God, that you work In a beautifully patient and slow way and that you invite us into that thank you for your gentleness and care that we can experience through your invitation to slowness and thank you God that as your children we are privileged and welcomed to be able to slow down, to listen to what you might be saying to us from within ourselves, what you might be saying to us just about the seasons that we're in and the invitations that you might have for us, the invitations to life. And God, thank you for permission and not just permission but Lord a true invitation for us to have compassion and grace for ourselves would you teach us how to do that would you teach us to be compassionate to ourselves that we could really learn how to be compassionate to others as well thank you for your compassion towards us